0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. But you can't bowl and you can't throw. I'm just telling you what everybody knows. Absolute Absolutely, you put down all the tail and the seat you out of the ground. Don't ask one. It was Karen and Joe. So you can't bowl and you can't throw. Ooh. In a week, the England men finally managed to find a test batter who averages in the 40s thanks to Joe Root being dismissed in the fifth Ashes test for 34 and 11. This is Can't Bowl Can't Throw.
1: An iconic bit of audio there.
0: Yes, you're here with Kat Jones and Dan Lipke and Stuart Broad and a robot. Uh, <laughs> and he is, doesn't
1: like the robot. He
0: doesn't like the robot, no. So mm. that was probably the highlight of the fifth Ashes Test.
1: That's right. Rover, the robot that, that parades the boundary was moving around in front of his eyeline when he was coming into bowl, which he wasn't batting, was no, he? No, no,
0: he was definitely coming into bowl. So I'm not quite sure why. Uh, I, I wasn't aware that bowlers needed to concentrate quite. It's always the batters usually who go out of their way to you know, complain about something behind the scenes. Yeah,
1: but those bloody robots they are in the ass. <laughs> he moved pulled out of his run up, and and then after he's over, he, mm. he wandered back to the outfield, glaring at it yep, as yep. well, which he is ha- glorious. He hated
0: the robot. Yeah. Yes, and uh, it it was uh, so started. So that was all very amusing and entertaining at the time. Uh, a Stuart Broad robot fight was, I don't think, something <laughs> any of us expected would no. happen uh, during this fifth and final test. But then Fox Cricket, of course, uh, got a little bit carried away. The next day, the robot was was, you know, dressed up in a silly little headband and uh, we were supposed to believe that the robot had dressed itself in in a bid to make up with Stuart Broad as opposed to... Which is
1: petrifying. (laughs) It
0: is, but (laughs) in reality it is, of course, just a remote control car essentially, right? (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's not even a robot. And it really wasn't funny. They should have doubled down, I reckon. What they should have done was when, um, you know, when all the England players were running out for their warm-up, they should have relentlessly filmed Stuart Broad (laughs) with this robot, followed him around. When he was dismissed, it should have been, you know, on his heels, following him back to the sheds, tempt him into another outburst. That would have been far funnier. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. So lots of things going on in the world of cricket and we only have time to cover... The ashes transition yes. from uh, from men to women. Yes,
0: yeah. So the men's ashes, it's uh, it's done. We've we've had enough of that. They uh, had one more test since we last recorded, mm. and uh, England lost that test. Of course they ended up losing the series 4-0. Mm. Uh, one one delivery away from losing 5-0, but they'll they'll take 4-0 I think. I think 4-0 is good.
1: And as we said I think last time we've been robbed of five at least five days of test cricket over this entire Ashes series mainly due to England's ineptness. Uh, yes. And because they've been so terrible, they really should have had to have played another test, right? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, we we lost all these extra days because they finished in like three days and four days and Mm. two days and three days. Give us an extra test for entertainment. Or alternatively, we we could just switch to watching the women, which will probably be more satisfying anyway. If it ever stops raining in Adelaide.
1: (laughs) Yeah, why play it in Adelaide? Yes.
0: Anyway, so… the high, some of the highlights from the fifth Ashes test the, the, for the, from the men. Uh, it was a bit of a highlight first ball. Stuart Broad fell over, came yeah. into bowl, fell over. Celeb repealed kind of as he was falling over mm. and just had to kind of sheepishly look back at the umpire because he couldn't do the full sprint down to the other end because he was flat on his face. so That was a good start.
1: Yeah, and the umpire was just too busy laughing to give him out.
0: Mm. Mm. Could we blame the robot on that somehow? I think so. Yeah.
1: I think um, – and then lots of people fell over, right?
0: Yeah, Manus fell over. Manus was batting against – Broad a little bit later, and he uh, tried to step across one and somehow landed flat on his face as the ball bowled him. So that was a neat trick uh, from Marnis, the number one test batter in the world. He's showing you how it's done.
1: So, so. Is this what's this heavy heavy balls making them fall over, making them top heavy?
0: Yeah, maybe, or it's uh, or uh, you know just different Hobart gravity. Uh, Hobart's <laughs> down the bottom of the world. Who knows how gravity works down Hobart there?
1: Hobart gravity sounds like a type of coffee to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I mean Mark Wood falls over all the time, so may, yeah. maybe it's uh, maybe it's you know some kind of new virus. Maybe maybe it's spreading. Maybe yeah. maybe we need to inoculate all the cricketers against that.
1: Well, I've got a question for you. What was the best collapse of the fifth test? Was it Australia's <laughs> collapse, England's first? Unit innings collapse, England's second innings collapse... Broad's collapse or Labochane's collapse?
0: Uh, I think England's second innings collapse was pretty good because at that th- at that time they they were on the brink of victory, but they uh, somehow decided no we'll, uh, nah. we'll just throw it all away.
1: Yeah, why not?
0: Get on a plane and head home.
1: And there were some other weird things about this test too because Nathan Lyon just didn't refuse to bowl. <laughs> refuse to bowl?
0: Yep. Pat Cummins didn't want to give him the ball. Nathan yeah. Lyon didn't want to take it. He's... Well, if
1: you're a fast bowler captain, why would you give the spinner the chance of being yeah. the best in the match? No,
0: D he definitely wasn't having that. So yeah. Nathan Lyon did not bowl a single ball that match. He took. Two catches caught Ben Stokes out twice, so that was, uh, was more
1: than enough yeah, justifying yeah. your selection. Still better than uh, all 11 of the England players, presumably.
0: Yep, no, n- not a single one of them caught Ben Stokes out. No, so that's no. uh, Nathan Lyons well ahead of both of them. He also uh, hit three sixes, uh, pretty much one out of the <laughs> ground, I think. So, and and I think uh, it was pointed out that that was that means his uh, record of number of sixes hit it now uh, exceeds Ricky Ponting at Hobart, not not for his entire career, but
1: Ricky Ponting's home ground. So yeah. that's. That's a pretty good achievement. Mm. Uh, Any other highlights from from the the fifth test? Well, I I love that all the fast bowlers got so much of a turn. And. Mm. Cameron Green bowled well, yes. and, and he was also very difficult to see blending in with the pitch. Yes, a lot of people uh, lot of suspected people pointing that he was
0: uh, a very green pitch. And, and, and the
1: main highlight, I think, though, was Rory Burns coming <laughs> out to bat with his hair loose.
0: Yeah, he decided he'd had, he'd had enough uh, yeah. while well, his hair was up. So, this is some kind of Rap- Rapunzel kind of theory, wasn't it? They, yes. When the hair was up, he was kind of this inept clown like figure. Yeah, And then he came out to bat with his hair down, and he was, you know. Well, he may. A- a- as good as Rory Burns ever gets, I believe. Yeah, it so yeah,
1: made it into the best partnership, was it? Yeah, the best yeah, it was the, the, the
0: best opening partnership with the series from both sides. Mm. And uh, then, as we alluded to earlier, England collapsed. They lost ten for fifty-six. Should sure, yes. should sure, all the players have let their hair down? They all have, <laughs> if they didn't have long enough hair, donned lengthy
1: wigs. Well, they should grow it, and I think this is part of the the, the delight of the mullet. Mm. Uh, it allows you to let your hair down or, or put it up if, yep. if, you, if you want to. But I think this was probably um, part of part of the transition from the, the men's to the women's attitude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the longer hair. <laughs> or,
1: or maybe it was an audition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I'm sure Rory would rather play with the women and play with a, you know, understandable. It's a more I, competent I, I team. I think
0: Rory's got a bit of a history of uh, not being as supportive of women's cricket as he might yeah. be. So uh, perhaps Rory doesn't want to play with the women.
1: Maybe not. I don't know which England teammates told him to fix his bloody hair before yeah. he came out to bat. well that, would that Joe Root, yeah, Stuart
0: maybe Stuart Broad, or, or yeah, could it could have be been Stuart Broad. Stop
1: moving your hair, yeah, exactly. Anyway, that was it for the men, right? They 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 flew home,
0: yep, had enough, they're out of there.
1: Oh, and the unlucky ones flew to, <laughs> the, West to the West Indies, West Indies yes. where they participated in uh, some terrible T20 cricket,
0: yes, but we'll get to that a little bit later, perhaps. <laughs> uh, but yes, over to the women then. And uh, so the women started the Ashes, but before they even got there, it was a, a little bit of a, a debacle for the Australian women. A couple of yeah. days out, we had uh, Beth. Mooney's uh, jaw being fractured. Uh, mm. parti- it wasn't
1: even a punch. I mean, <laughs> no, no. it's disappointing if your jaw's fractured. You know, it needs to be some kind of uh, some some kind of good fist fight between mm. you and a you and a friend.
0: Yeah, but yeah. But Beth Mooney, Alyssa Healy, yeah. just getting into it over who's going to open or face no. the first ball. But no, no. Instead it of uh, yeah, batting mm. batty practice, throwdowns, broke a jaw. But mm, r- rumor has it she may be back in time for the test, which starts later this week.
1: Well, I mean, famously, the women just strap their face up, don't <laughs> yeah. they? This has happened before. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So she's she's on the mend. Also on the mend was Elise Perry, who uh, sent a bit of a scare through the camp when she tested positive for COVID, and then uh, they went and had some further. Tests. I don't know how they do all these tests, but they basically discovered, oh no, she had COVID like three weeks ago and being Elise Perry didn't even notice.
1: Didn't know it. (laughs) Yeah. Just
0: uh, soldiered on throughout it. (laughs) Not that it would have mattered because Elise Perry didn't play the first T20, did she? No,
1: no. It was too competitive. So Rachel Haynes uh, coming back from injury, Tali McGrath being uh, available for selection, and and she had, you know, we know she's been amazing against India last time. So Perry just had had to have a little bit of a rest, carry the dream. It was like the
0: first time in about I don't know forty years or something that Elise Perry had a the break. Yeah, yes, A bit of a rest for Elise. She'll be she'll be back for the test. That's right. I I think of the test she hasn't been dismissed in something like a a thousand deliveries or something (laughs) more than a thousand. So she'll probably get a chance. to... Red ball specialist. Red ball specialist. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And McGrath anyway. McGrath justified her selection. She Mm. took a took a three far Yep. I mean England actually batted really well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, They they came out.
0: They gave it a good tonk. Yeah, and they are. Uh, they surpassed all the the, the men's uh, opening partnerships of the of the Definitely. series. So yeah, very impressive. And they, I think they ended up 169 uh, batting first from their 20 overs. Mm. Uh, and McGrath came in at three, so she wasn't just uh, she. Oh, she took three wickets. So I, mm. I think you mentioned that, but that she also had to bat at three. I think she was just batting at however many wickets she took. Yeah, that's right. where she got to bat. That's where she got to bat. Yeah, so if she hadn't taken any wickets. I, I assume she, she would have opened. Yeah, yeah. No, she would have had to come in at North. Oh. So I'm not quite sure where that was. <laughs> <Put that.
1: laughs> anyway, she, she was definitely going to take at least one. Yes. And she was also going to make 91 runs, which she did. Yes. And uh, a, that's pretty good.
0: A very good. I, I, a stat that I found interesting, in, in T20 mm. cricket, there's only one man and one woman who has taken three or more wickets and in the same game scored 90 plus runs huh. this is a test, test standard I agents. cannot
1: guess is it is it Botham?
0: it's not Botham Botham never played T20s he retired oh, about so 20 T20s. years
1: beforehand. oh okay I'm limiting to T20s
0: <laughs> yep just T20s
1: okay who is it?
0: Uh, it's Glenn Maxwell. Glenn Maxwell <laughs> took a 3 and scored a century. Talia McGrath took a 3 and scored a 90-odd. So, yes. And in good company. In very good company. Can't yeah. get much better company. So, But she had to do this kind of thing. She, was trying, she had pre-Ash's prediction of 16-0 that she was trying to hype up. So. Yep. Uh, she had to come out and sort things out. All oh, good McGrath's
1: got... uh, claim this, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Uh... And Alyssa Healy was fantastic too because she was – I mean, there was a lot of uh, talking to the umpires or at least talking to the uh, the, the stump mics mm. uh, in the in the last couple of weeks. But Alyssa Healy decided she would uh, dob, <laughs> dob on the <laughs> England batters yeah. and uh, thought they'd they done a short run, which didn't look like a short run on the on the replay. No, but anyway, they I took a run off them.
0: I think the only person who thought it was a short run was uh, the third umpire. Empire who Alyssa Healy must have very much convinced because she said, oh, I don't think that might have been a short run. Yeah. And they eventually agreed. Didn't really make much of a difference in the end because Australia won by three overs. But promising
1: for the rest of the season. Oh, very,
0: very promising if Alyssa Healy can just make up uh, whatever rules she likes Famously, to stand up. Famously,
1: the England women do back up a long way and they're yep. man candidates. Man and candidates. This is true, yes. So we do have to keep an eye on them. They just certainly try to take advantage yeah, of They don't
0: really believe in creases, do they? The, the nah. crease is just a general guideline. Line for the it's England a, It's a women. nebulous concept it for It is them. indeed. Yeah. Uh, so yes, as we mentioned, McGrath uh, didn't quite get her century, uh, mm. mostly because Meg Lenning decided at the end there were plenty of runs for McGrath to get the century, but yeah. Lenning just wasn't having it. She yeah. just smacked two uh, balls in a row for four and said, that's it, we're out of here. Yeah. See you later. Sorry, Talia. <laughs>
1: yeah, Places to be, things yep. to do.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah, that was fantastic. Yes. and uh, I, I, I particularly like, so of course Australia cruised to that, that mm. win with a lot of overs to spare, but our friend Dave Tickness Said uh, at least the men didn't trick us into thinking they might be competitive. It's, yes, <laughs> it's absolutely true. Yeah, yes. the women looked really good there for a minute. Mm. Mm.
0: And, and then uh, then they didn't win the second or third T20 either, the England no. women, uh, but then neither did the Australian women because they were both washed out because of the uh, previously discussed terrible Adelaide weather.
1: Yes, but those two rained out matches were still better than any of the England <laughs> men's performances of the summer, right? Very, very
0: much so. Yeah. Yes, I mean,
1: it's a good way to get a couple of. Like, like, what, Australia lead 4-2 in the mm. series. England have two points already.
0: Yeah, that's, a, that's a, more than Talia McGrath predicted anyway. Yeah. Yes. But it is a little bit sneaky, isn't it, to just mm. win the win the first match and then say, all right, we're washing out the rest of the series. That's how yeah. we're going to win the Ashes. Yep. I, I have a theory that with Cummins now being, you know, Mr Nice Guy of, of the men's team, I, I think the women have to take up the slack. They're, they're the ones who are now going to be pushing the line, being maybe a little bit sneaky and uh Oh, yeah, scummy. Meg
1: Lanning's definitely, yeah. Yeah, Meg you know. Lanning's
0: up for that a little bit. Alicia Healy's going. Oh yeah, no, let's uh, take a run off of. Take a run cause off and whenever don't, we can. Like the look of it. Yeah. I mean,
1: two yeah, two points is pretty good for. I reckon England would have taken two points at the start, of, so. <laughs> the start of the series. Yes. And you know, last time England toured for the Ashes, they won. A single T20 did, did uh, in 2019, just oh, one. Yeah. With that victory coming in the final match of the tour.
0: Oh, well, that was good of Australia to uh, rearrange it so they get to play it in the first match of the tour this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it's true. very, very generous of them.
1: Anyway, I, I imagine Australia are going to make a fist of it. Hopefully, in the uh, in the uh, uh, Test, and possibly they'll take out the Ashes. It only takes one one Test, right, with a yeah, number of points.
0: Yeah. So Australia are four two up. So they only need eight points to retain the Ashes mm. uh, out of a total of sixteen. So if they win the Test, that's it. They're done.
1: Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors.
0: All right, our sponsor this week is www.whohasthewomensashes.com. Uh, and that is much like the, the men's equivalent is your number one website for all important Ashes content. So you get the, the key information in one single location, fully kept up to date um, and will uh, be kept up to date throughout the entire series.
1: So bookmark this on your phones because you mm. may it may slip your mind yep. who has the women's Ashes. Very important for you to double check and make sure you have this right. And then as soon as the Ashes are decided, just to make sure, you should absolutely go to that website and have Yep.
0: Who has the com? When's the short ball coming? Short ball obviously plays a huge part. Get yourself to play the short ball. The worst thing to do, play the short ball. Or are you playing the short ball? Yeah, we're going to talk about playing the short ball. All right. Thank you very much, KP, for introducing that segment. <laughs> that, this is our short ball segment. This is where we look at one particular ball in a recent cricket match and we, we go into greater depth on it. Mm. Uh, which Which ball are we looking at this time?
1: Well, some people might expect us to always look at some spectacular shot that a batter does, mm. like... A six, perhaps, or a a glorious cover drive for four. But no, uh, the ball we're looking at this time is the second delivery of the final over of the T20 between England and the West Indies.
0: Yes, in particular, the second T20, I believe. Uh, Mm. The the, the first one... didn't go so well for England. They collapsed uh, mm. all out for 103, which the West Indies chased uh, pretty comfortably. Yep. And uh, we, did, we did get a, a good uh, comment on Twitter from at 127j underscore h. You said, uh, Sam Billings forgot to hands face space after landing, and now the entire T20 team is caught English test cricket. <laughs> so that was a very good tweet.
1: I love hands face space. Yes. It's, it's not an Australian thing, it must be an England slogan. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so, yeah, so England uh, needed to, to bounce back in the second match and they, they batted first in the second match and they, they did quite well. And so well, in fact, that uh, with one over remaining, uh, akil Hussain, the number 10, was on strike uh, facing up the number to... Number
1: 10 was on strike? The number
0: 10 was on strike facing up to Saqib Mahmood, who was the bowler, and uh, they, he needed to score what?
1: 30, 30 runs of the final over, yes, right? Yes, yes.
0: So they were 8 for 142, uh, chasing 172 for victory. <laughs> uh, clearly doomed... Yes, uh, yes. Needing 30, ball, uh, 30 runs off the final over. And, but the first ball of the over was a wide, which probably didn't make no, much didn't of a matter. difference in the overall scheme of things. The second ball, and this is our short ball uh, for, for this particular segment, was also a wide, except it, it wasn't called by the umpire for some reason. No one really mm. knows why. Um, do, do you think maybe the umpire just thought, oh, I just want Let's to get Let's get this over yeah. with. It's, it's, it's five, there's
1: only five balls to go. Yeah. We don't want to make it six. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he
0: thought, yeah, all right, let it go. You're not going to score your 30 runs. Mm. Uh, let, let's. Uh, I'm not going to stand here stretching my arms out all night. I'm. I'm ready to to pack it in.
1: And just when he called it over, but uh, Akil Hussain didn't call it over, <laughs> no,
0: right? He didn't. So the next two balls he went four four. Yeah. And then uh, that was followed by another wide. This one t- time it was called. Maybe the umpire thought, oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then he uh, he went six 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 for the West Indies to lose by just the one Ooh. run in the final <laughs> over. <laughs> So, uh, a lot, a lot of people then said, "Well, you know, well, why, why wasn't that wide called? Surely, mm. it should have been called. That would have made all the difference. Would have sent it to a super over, etc." I mean, it's not quite that simple, is it?
1: Yes, it is. It is that simple. <laughs> it, it's it's absolute. It's a steal. They should have been able. I mean, we know the West Indies are specialists at this. Mm. The umpire should have known. The umpire yeah. should have known that the West Indies were capable of hitting sixes off the final over. They do it all the time. Yes,
0: but but it, but it, but <laughs> if uh, but, but if it had been called a wide, then presume. Presumably, Mahmood may, may not have been so casual with his last few balls. Hmm. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe they may
1: kept them a bit tighter. Yeah, well, the, the or, or, or may maybe the
0: batter have might have choked a little bit under the pressure of going. Oh shit! I could I actually win this, this rather than just swing wildly, knowing that it didn't really matter. Do you
1: really think that the batter, that you know, the typical cricketer, can count that well?
0: <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> no, but I think he did choke because I reckon yeah. on, on one of these last two balls. So he's, he's got them close. He's got them close enough that the, the umpire decided. Oh shit! I better signal mm. at least one of these wides in this. Final over because he's having a bit of a go here. I think, uh, on what after he hit the first six, and they still needed 13 to win off two balls, Mm. or sorry, uh, 14 to win off two balls, two sixes weren't going to get them there, 13 to tie. I think he should have let one of them go and just said to the umpire, the, whichever one looked you know, borderline wide, he should have let one go and said, all right, umpire, here's a chance to rectify your mistake. Yes. Call the wide and then I will try and crack the next one for so six. So he wasn't
1: thinking clearly enough. No. And, or, and or the dressing room didn't send out a message yes. swiftly enough. Yeah,
0: to should have sent, sent out one and said, look, you, you can't win it just by hitting sixes. You, mm. know, you We need an extra somewhere here. The umpire owes us one. He's given yes. us a dud call. Yep. Give him a chance to give another one. If you hit the ball, he can't call it a wide. So, yeah. So I think... I think that's what he should have done So bad play Sloppy play Yes Anyway There's about a zillion Other T20s to come So I don't think This one matters so much
1: Ah, can't ball Can't throw Coming
0: live Thanks for tuning in And taking your time The underappreciated Act of the week And the funniest and Crazy plays of the week Who is going to join The
1: honorary board The number one Scott Moller reward here we are in the Muller Award for Underappreciated Acts in Cricket, named after Scott Muller, who, of course, said something into a... Uh, it was St- Scott Muller uh, was didn't, the recipient didn't bowl, of uh, bowl or throw very well and someone said something nasty about him into yes. a microphone. Yes. It could have been Shane Warner. It could, could have been
0: Virat Kohli.
1: It could easily have been Virat Kohli. <laughs> yes. uh, it could have been uh, Stuart Broad. It could have been Joe the Cameraman. Yeah, it could there's, have been There's anyway. a lot of options.
0: But speaking of Virat Kohli, uh, that does lead us into our first mm. nomination for, for this particular week. Uh, Which is India uh, getting very upset about ball tracking uh, over on their tour of South Africa. So it was a delivery to Dean Elgar that uh, was given out on the field. Uh, Elgar decided, oh, what the hell, I'm going to review it. This Mm. is during a test match. And uh, the review, the uh, ball tracking came back and said, yep, that's going to bounce over the stumps. Mm -hmm. And India thought, nope, that's not going to bounce over the stumps. And they got very angry about it. I mean, to be fair, the umpire also said that's not going to bounce over the stumps. Mm. That's probably... Yeah, I, I think mo- most umpires don't think they're wrong very often. do No, they? no, of course not. Yeah. So anyway, India got very, very upset about the ball tracking uh, on this particular case. Yeah. Uh, kind of paranoid uh, in their up- upsettedness. Uh, so we had a few of them started going up to the host broadcast. I didn't
1: realise more than one of them talked to the yeah. stump. <laughs> so yeah,
0: they, they, they took it in turns. Uh, they, they, we couldn't. Uh, uh, nobody could quite uh, clarify some of the some of the sounds were just so random voices. So Ashwin bowling, right? Mm.
1: So Ashwin said, uh, "Surely find better ways to win Super Sport." Yes, which is a very, which is a very funny thing to say. Yeah, I mean Ashwin famously does bounce the ball a lot when you're mm. spinning it. Yep. Uh, uh, what did Coley
0: say? Vera Coley had, a, had something to say. He said, focus on your team as well when they shine the ball, eh? Not just the opposition trying to catch people all the time. So this is coming to Australia's defence from yeah. about three years ago. <laughs> exactly. So, um, th- when th- Faf thanks, was
1: putting a mint on the, <laughs> on the shining the ball, maybe they're still doing it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, so, so that, that, was, that was
0: very funny, Virat uh, uh, getting upset about that. And then there was a mystery voice who said something. Whole country playing against eleven guys. So
1: yeah, well, that's always the way. Oh, yeah. Was that Shane Warne? Was it Joe the cameraman? Could have been cameraman? Shane Warne. Could have yeah. been
0: Joe the cameraman. Wow. And yeah, so it was. So awesome.
1: presumably they got in trouble. <laughs> no, of course not.
0: The ICC said, "Oh, you know, boys will be boys. Uh, that's fine." We'll... I
1: kind of agree with that. I mean, it's not in the laws of cricket.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, I, I mostly just wanted uh, K L Rahul to, to call some kind of press conference to explain <laughs> the manipulation of the of the Elgar review ball tracking and you know just hold it at Cape Town four seasons total landscaping yes big, big conspiracy theory get everybody there
1: Oh, fantastic!
0: Or alternatively, I, I think the ICC did give a code of conduct breach to Dean Elgar for reviewing the delivery in the first place, <laughs> of which course caused they the would. ruckus. Yeah, yes, yeah, don't yes. do that. Anyway, it's uh, very good, very entertaining. It's, it's been a long time since India got very upset with ball tracking. Remember,
1: was the, oh, yeah. remember the good old days when they didn't they have DRS at all. <laughs> yeah, just I miss yeah, that. I,
0: I wish they'd. Uh, I wish they'd go back to. And not of course, using they. DRS. You know, they
1: they were just shirty because they were losing the series, yeah. didn't they? They yeah. went on to lose the the one day series as well.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, they uh, lost that 3-0, so yes. not, not a great tour for India, but good that they found a, a, an escape goat for them.
1: And congratulations to South Africa. Mm. I love watching them win. I also like the idea of Coley uh, teaming up with Stuart Broad in the fight against technology. <laughs> can you imagine them, you know, living together on some sort of organic farm? I can, yeah. Uh, decoupled from the grid <laughs> <laughs> somehow. Yep. Yeah. Anyway.
0: That would be fantastic. Uh, what else have we got here? We, we've got a... Uh, a, a, a mini uh, cat's gambling corner here. That's right.
1: I mean, I I, I lost all of my bets, which yeah. is glorious, really, because they were all hedged mm. bets anyway. But one of the one of the uh, Fox Cricket gambling sponsors, they they put up odds in yeah. during the match, which yeah. is tedious. And they had odds there in the final test for the top wicket taker to be people who weren't even playing yeah. the game. <laughs> so which jo- jo- is Josh
0: Hazelwood was second favourite for Australia. Yeah, don't I'm take out. don't take that
1: bet. <laughs> don't don't, don't that take bet. that bet.
0: And uh, Jimmy Anderson, who uh, was also <laughs> missing the test. He he was also uh, uh, the second favourite, I think, for
1: England. And so. don't, don't record your gambling. Uh, don't, like, record. don't do it early. Surely they know this, not well, to do it early. It seems really weird that they would not be able to at least gamble on how late they should do their. Well, recording. especially
0: especially Josh Hazelwood. I can co- kind of understand Jimmy mm. Anderson, who you might think, well, he's played uh, several of these tests. Josh Hazelwood was injured <laughs> in the first test and hadn't been seen since. So <laughs> yeah. they uh, clearly had uh, clocked off for Christmas.
1: That's right. Anyway, I was delighted to fail on all my bets. Only spent 40, 40 Australian dollars and actually to, to ensure yeah, there right. was only one draw. That's right. The Ashes went to four match results so my hedge was definitely worth it. Definitely. Mm.
0: Yes. Uh what about uh I'm not even sure who we who we're blaming for this one. Let's blame Channel 9. Mm. Channel 9 have uh the rights to to something. Uh they have the rights to the men's uh, World mm. T20 but they're not showing the women's World Cup mm. uh, in March. So uh, and that they weren't going to show, show it on free air TV, so Alyssa Healy uh, came to the rescue, as as she so often does. She mm. she saw saw somebody doing something that she believed to be nefarious, much like she did in the, the match uh, from England, and yep, she called uh, it out. Called it out. Came to the rescue. So she uh, went on Twitter and offered twenty KO sports packages to her followers, uh, basically as a protest. Aid. And like,
1: this isn't because she thinks only twenty people watch the the, the cricket. Oh. No, it was a symbolic gesture, and it was mainly to embarrass. Yes. Uh, Fox into putting it uh, or, or Channel 9 either way mm. But anyway it was Fox who came to the party And they've put it on KO Freebies Which yep. is absolutely wonderful yep. Thank you Fox
0: yep. So that's, that's very good Sorry. And
1: Alyssa, absolute hero
0: Yep Hero hero of the hour.
1: I've got another one for the women's women's ashes. Mm -hmm. So England, uh, before they came out here, were restricted in order to prevent COVID spreading. They were restricted to training only with their household members for a whole fortnight before they left the United Kingdom just to make sure that the playing group didn't catch COVID. Mm. So I love that idea. I know some (laughs) of them live with each other and they're probably, you know, cricketers in the same household are doing okay in the backyard. But what about the ones who just live with their mum or their dad? Or well, their uncle, Fred, he, yeah. who's never played cricket. Yeah. And out in the backyard doing the throwdowns. <laughs> <laughs> It'd
0: be very funny. I hope they all took uh, video footage of it all. I hope it's part of you know one of these documentaries uh, mm. uh, that we'll, we'll get to see a little bit later of you know some next door neighbour just throwing a ball over a fence to, yeah. to, to them. Restricted the to practice.
1: training with only their household members. Mm. Yeah, very good. Mandatory. Mandatory.
0: Mandatory. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what about uh, Andre Russell in the Bangladesh Premier League? Oh, who, this is fantastic. This, yeah. this was one of my favourite things of the last few days. This yeah. was Andre Russell being run out. Uh, uh, which you may not think he's all that extraordinary. Uh, he was run out trying to take a single. Uh, he, was, he was jogging through for a single. Oh, he often
1: does jog through. He
0: does often jog through. He probably thought he was pretty safe uh, this time. He, he'd hit the ball, so he was jogging to the non-striker's end, and uh, all the the, action, non-da-
1: the non-danger end,
0: the non-danger end, so it seemed, and uh, the ball was being thrown to the striker's end. And uh, it hit the stumps there, but luckily uh, Andre Russell's partner had made his ground, so that was all very good. That was uh, Mamadala had made the ground. Uh, but then the ball somehow deflected from the stumps and went all the way down the striker's end where suddenly it broke the stumps at the non-striker's end and Russell, who'd been <laughs> jogging comfortably along, realised he'd been run out. So uh, that was that was excellent fielding for, uh, from, who was that from, uh, Mahidi Hasner.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, is this the next evolution in <laughs> quick T20 fielding, the, the, well, the he, double blow?
1: Well, must have been practised. This for a Definitely, long time in yeah. order to get it accurate.
0: Yeah, yes, yeah. so I, I think this kind of angles, like uh, this, this basically billiards. Uh, yeah, skills. I mean, Don Bradman was good at uh, billiards. All
1: yeah. oh, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. So, so he should, uh, he should. Uh, people should take a take a tip from the Don and uh, start working on this.
1: Yeah, yeah, indeed. What uh, else have we got? We also have Marnus has been doing interesting <laughs> things. Marnus he... seems
0: to be a perennial in the Muller Awards. He is.
1: He? he really is. Manus has been releasing a mm. new newsletter. Letter and uh, we've all signed up, haven't we, 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 to to get insights. He claimed that he was writing a reflection on the Ashes series now, which he'll send out in the next day or two. Sign up if you're interested. Uh, I decided to share a few of my cricket-related thoughts. Um, And And we we
0: got the first newsletter too. We did.
1: It didn't really have very many thoughts in it at all. It didn't have
0: a lot. It was uh, basically giant headlines which said things like... uh,
1: Guess uh, what? We won the Ashes. We
0: won the Ashes four nil. Really good victory. I was like, uh, I was ranked number one. Didn't expect that. What an honour! Yeah. Next, next topic.
1: He also liked the uh, the camera robot dressed up in a headband. He thought that yep. was funny, or at yep. least his personal brand team did, or yes. whoever does the newsletter. But
0: he didn't mention you know the things we wanted to hear about, like the talking to Steve Smith getting stuck in an elevator yes. and all these kind of things. There's there's plenty of stuff Marnus could was be talking about of instead there. of palming it off to some presumably to some you know corporate drone to <laughs> to copy paste highlights from from the. This is
1: more evidence the robots are taking over.
0: Yeah, it did feel very AI, isn't it? Mm. Like we fed um, (laughs) 600 articles from... From cricket Buzzfeed. websites <laughs> into a, an artificial intelligence machine. This is what it gave us as a summary of the ashes. <laughs>
1: yeah, it could be. Yes. So that's Manus, And then we also have the last nomination, I think, is Glenn Maxwell, right? It has yes. to be.
0: Yes. Uh, Maxi, He uh, scored the highest ever individual score in the BBL. He's In his 100th match, uh, he scored 154 from 64 deliveries. Oh, it was
1: so great. It was glorious.
0: It was very spectacular. I think he was a little bit annoyed... Uh, the cat that the Stars didn't have a chance to make the finals because uh, foolishly they'd pinned all their hopes on the Renegades (laughs) doing well.
1: Never do that. And
0: never do that Maxie. Uh, So yes, the Renegades uh, choked uh, on the brink of victory and cost the Stars a spot in the semi-finals so Maxi took it out on whoever they were playing. I can't even remember who they were playing now. Let's say say it was the Heat or the Hurricanes, one of those teams. Uh, They made 2 for 273 (laughs) uh, from their 20 overs. (laughs) And
1: of course they won.
0: 2 for 273 when we Growing up Would have been a mammoth score in a 50 yeah. over game
1: That's right That's right We wouldn't have even Been able to look Into the future And yeah. said You can make that Off yeah. 20 overs Absolutely Incredible ridiculous. Yes Anyway I have no sympathy For for Maxwell Because if Maxwell Wants the Renegades To win <laughs> He should bloody well Play for them
0: Yes well, yeah. <laughs> If Maxwell Comes to the Renegades And scores 154 From 64 balls In every match I reckon they, They'd probably win Almost 50% Of their games
1: Yeah Challenge on you, yeah. you need to do that Next time Yeah Yes.
0: All right. So, who gets the muller this week? Is it our, our dog? He's yipping, yes. uh, is he tipping Maxwell?
1: I think he's tipping Maxwell and he's also about to drop his bone down the staircase. Yep. all right. Good work making so much noise.
0: All right, Uh, so we will uh, go with uh, the dog Batman. Uh, We will go (laughs) with his prediction. Glenn Maxwell uh, is our Muller Award winner this week. So we'll close off before the dog makes any more noise. Yes,
1: you've been listening to Dan Libke. He's at Lieb Cricket and I'm Kat Jones at Cricket Bat Cat on Twitter. You can follow us at Can't Bowl Throw and uh, we will catch up with you again in a week or so.
0: I'm leaving that one.